0: And welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by More Marker. I love to show our kids how we can repair instead of just replace. If you have the More Marker kit in your house, whenever your little finds a dried out marker, instead of throwing it away, they will learn to take the time to try and fix it. It's easy and fun. You place the marker in the tube shaped holder and use the attached cord to swing it around and around, and voila, your marker is brought back to life. It's a fun way to fix. Click the link in the show notes and use promo code KIDSTORIES to get a discount on your more marker kit today. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to Nismara from Jakarta in Indonesia. Nismara has made an awesome drawing that is up on the website. You should totally check it out. Nismara also shared some incredible story ideas for the Drop kit Kitty Cat series, and I'm looking forward to writing and sharing those. Thank you so much, Nismara, for the drawing, and thanks for listening. Last time, on Mermaids Are Real Part 1, the ninjas found two mermaids washed up on the shore of Beechwood Beach. They were badly injured, so the ninjas took them to Old Witch Tubes's place so she could heal them. So now we are going to start Mermaids Are Real Part 2 there at Old Witch Tubes' place. Tubes has been around the valley for many years, and she's seen a lot, so not much surprised her anymore. Still... There was a look of surprise on her face when the ninjas came tearing up to her house with two injured mermaids on their scooters. Tubes! They're injured! You've got to help! yelled Tatiana. Tubes figured as much and was taking action before the scooters even stopped. Bring them around back to the lab! she yelled back and led the ninjas back behind her house. Tatiana and Bulis each carried a mermaid. They followed Tubes through her backyard and into a stone building. The building seemed larger on the inside than it looked on the outside, but so did all the buildings in the rock fields. Lay them there on those tables, said Tubes, instructing the ninjas to set the mermaids onto some tables among her laboratory equipment. This was where Tubes made all her potions and enchantments and charms and where she did her research. She immediately grabbed a very small pouch from a cabinet and reached inside. She stood next to each mermaid and sprinkled a deep purple sparkling powder all over them. Tatiana and Bulis could see the powder in Tubes's hand and they could see it float and sparkle as it fell. There's nothing more you can do for them now, said Tubes. I will tend to their wounds and let you know when they wake. The mermaids slept for about six hours, and the ninjas hung around Tubes's place while they waited. Finally, Tubes called out from the laboratory that they were waking up. Tatiana and Bulis rushed inside. The mermaids were still on the tables. They were slowly sitting up on their elbows. They looked confused and exhausted. "'Where are we?' the older one asked. "'Who are you?' "'I'm Tubes, and you're in the safety of my laboratory. Some ninjas, including Tatiana and Bulise here, found you washed up on Beechwood Beach. How are you feeling?' "'Awful,' said the mermaid. "'Just awful.' "'How did you get those wounds?' asked Tubes. "'A terrible battle.' It's a long story. We need to get back to the water and keep fighting, or they'll take over the kingdom. We have to get back. Wait, wait. You're in no condition to be running off into battle, said Tubes. You barely made it here alive, you know. I'm Evie, and this is my sister Gwen. We are mermaids from the Coral Kingdom. The Rude Boys are down there right now waging war on our people. We must return to defeat them, said Evie. Rude Boys? asked Tatiana. There are people down there fighting for control of your ocean? Not people, lobsters, said Evie. The past few years, an awful gang of huge lobsters, some as big as humans, have tried to destroy the coral kingdom to rule the ocean themselves. And, oh, they're about to do it. There are too many of them. I don't know how we're going to defeat them, but we must return to try. I figured it was something wild like that, said Tubes. Usually is. Luckily, I think we can help. Then Tubes went on to explain that she made special amulets that would allow the ninjas to breathe underwater. I've made three of these underwater breathing amulets for the ninjas. It will allow them to change their legs into flippers whenever they please. So we can go protect the Coral Kingdom from the Rude Boys? said Bulis, excited now to take action. Uh, well, we might have trouble getting around here on land, though, said Gwen, looking at her flipper. Can you carry us back to the ocean? Ah, yes, that. I've got something for that, too, said Tubes, and she handed each mermaid a small tub of cream. Just rub a little of this cream on your flipper, and it'll turn into legs. Then the next time you step into ocean water, the legs will automatically turn back into a flipper. Try it. So the mermaids slowly applied a little bit of cream to their flippers, and their flippers became wavy and blurry. And then they were legs. Just like that. What are those? yelled Gwen, pointing at her wiggling toes. And and why are they wiggling? Get them to stop wiggling. Those are your toes. If you want them to stop wiggling, then you need to stop wiggling them. They're your toes. Gwen furrowed her eyebrows and her toes stopped wiggling. Oh, I can just stop wiggling them just like that. And I can make them wiggle again. And stop wiggling them. And wiggle again? Okay, Gwen, I'm really happy for you and your wiggling toes, but we need to get back to the ocean, like, right away, said Evie. Right, said Gwen. Toes are very distracting. Maybe someday we'll paint our toenails together. But for now, I say we head underwater and face these rude boys head on, said Boulisse. You can paint the toes? Yelled both girls in unison. Okay, okay, focus, said Evie to herself and Gwen. Paint toenails later. Save the Coral Kingdom from an evil army of giant lobsters now. Tubes let the ninjas and the mermaid warriors choose whatever weapons they wanted to take with them. She has a lot of cool stuff in her lab. The girls were all outside now, trying on their armor and testing out the different swords they chose. You guys are going to the Coral Kingdom underwater? said Ben-Ben. That sounds awesome. You know, me and Carswell would love to come too. We'd be great help, and I think Carswell knows other lobsters down there that could be a big help. Carswell was Ben-Ben's pet lobster. They were best friends. Just then, Carswell crawled up to Ben-Ben's side. He was wearing a tiny set of lobster armor and had two swords strapped to his lobster back. I might have already told him we could go, said Ben-Ben. He was just so excited, you know. It's no problem. I happen to have one extra amulet that will allow you to breathe underwater, Ben-Ben said Tubes. Great! You hear that, Carswell? We're heading into the sea, said Ben-Ben triumphantly. And so, Tatiana, Bulis, Ben-Ben, his pet lobster, Carswell, and the mermaid heroes, Evie and Gwen, were fully prepared to dive into the depths of the sea in order to battle back the gang of evil lobsters who called themselves the Rude Boys. Next time on the Kid Stories podcast, these heroes will take the plunge and begin the battle that could save all of the coral kingdom. The end. Thanks for listening, everyone. There are more stories at Patreon.com forward slash Kid Stories Podcast. The website is KidStoriesPodcast.com. Send any drawings, ideas, or suggestions to Podcast at Gmail.com. Adios.